Hi, I'm Namusa. And I'm Adadana. And this is the Africana Podcast. Now I don't know why, what our words really are. It's okay. We'll make them up. We'll make them up. No one knows what we are saying. But it's right. <laughs> Just go. <laughs> we have some really big news. Huge. Like massive. Like if you've ever wanted to meet us in person, kind of massive news. <laughs> this is the glow up here. Oh, exciting, exciting, exciting. So our first piece of big news uh, is that, drum roll please. On February 8th, we, myself and Adedano, will be. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah. <laughs> well, you never know, right? Like we could be throwing it up in the mix. Uh, we are going to be on TED Nairobi. Let the record reflect, this is not TEDx. This is TED. That's so salty. Like That's so Ted, salty. Like TED New York. Like Teddy. Yeah. Like Theodore. Like the real TED. Guys. What? How is this happening? Whew, okay. And for another part of our news to share for the beginning of 2017, those of you who are listening in Lagos, there's also another opportunity for us to connect. We will be at Social Media Week Lagos on March 2nd at 4.30 p.m. And so we will be also talking about our process and kind of what we do and engaging with those of you who, who are listening out in Nigeria. And we're really excited about that. And if you want to register to attend our session, then please go to www.socialmediaweek.org slash Lagos www.socialmediaweek.org slash Lagos and search on March 2nd and you'll find us and then you can just register that way. But we're super excited about that too. Uh, Social Media Week is a global event and it takes place in either Lagos or Joburg and this year it's in Lagos and we're there. And there may or may not be some live sessions. It's going to be great stuff. And for our last major announcement, I know you've thought, I really would like to know what Namusa and Adidana look like in real life. What? And I know you live in Nairobi somewhere or in the surrounding areas and you want to meet us. Wow. <laughs> and so our last big announcement is that you can meet us. Such great news. <laughs> Monday, February 20th, 2017. The oh. Alchemist. I know you know where that is for all our Nairobi people. Um, it'll be our first live show. So the Africana podcast, first live show ever. And we're doing it obviously in our current hometown, Nairobi. Um, and we look forward to seeing you there. Tickets are seven fifty dollars uh, while they last. Get them soon because those will go up to 1000 pretty soon. Uh, you can head on over to mymook.com. That's M-Y-M-O-O-K-H dot C-O-M to grab your tickets. Uh, look up Africana Podcast, Africana Live Show. Uh, get your tickets. We will not be selling tickets at the door, so you don't want to get stiffed like you were 14 trying to get into clubs in North America. What? <laughs> Just <laughs> telling a friend story, you know. Um, so make sure you get your tickets ahead of time because there won't be any tickets at the door. Uh, and we look forward to spending a week after Valentine's Day with you. So make sure you bring all your your highs, your lows, your do's, your don'ts, all of your Valentine's Day stories because you know we will be talking about them. Oh, yes, we will. See you there. I'm excited. I'm so excited. And now let's start the show. Five, four, three, two, one, go. All right, Namusa, happy new year. New year, same me. 
I must say it's probably the same in my court as well. How have you been? What's happened since the last time we checked in? Just want to throw back. This is a post-2016 era, so we're trying to live in 2017. But I need to go back to 2016 just for a, a few moments if you will oblige me. I will oblige you. So, as the listeners know, I'm based in Nairobi. My parents and my sister and her partner live in Toronto. My mm-hmm. sister and her partner recently moved from Spain. Now everybody's at home in Toronto, which is wonderful because now I don't have to do like so two or three or four flights, not phone calls, flights. Oh, yeah. Just kidding. Okay. So <laughs> we're having like a joyous holiday time, bust out the mulled wine. You got the like old cheddar on deck. We're doing North American style family Christmas. Uh-huh. Until... 48 hours rolls around of being under my parents' roof. The first 24 hours is like, oh, this is so wonderful. Mom, dad, sister, sister's partner. Essentially like the United Nations of like the Brady Bunch. Because we're all, you know. Happy. Yeah, and mixed. You get what I mean. Yeah. And until 48 hours rolls around, I thought I was going to go on a stabbing rampage. I love my family. Oh, gosh. Like to death. To, like, Literally, we're death. so yeah, because we want to kill them. We're so close, all of us. <laughs> but there's something about like this little twinkle that goes off in your eye, and you revert to 13 year old you, acne and all. Like I'm sure my skin started to break out because I was so angsty, and all I could think is like, Mom, Dad, just chill. <laughs> like I just wanted to be with my friends. Like why do I have to be here? And I was like, Why are you either, like this? Why are you like this? Like oh. That was literally what was going through my head. Next morning, wake up after 48 hours, and for the rest of the next two weeks, in love with them. There's something at 48 hours that makes everybody an angsty 13-year-old. So I'm putting this out into the podcast sphere. So when next year, just before the holiday season, listeners can write in and say, don't be angsty with your parents. Yikes. Yeah. So my family experience was a bit different. Okay. Okay. So we did not start very well, actually. So in that case, it was actually very similar. It was very similar in the sense that it it didn't start very well. Do tell. So what happens is I leave, I think on Friday nights and I call my parents. I'm like, do you remember kind of what I have in the house in terms of winter clothes and things like that? They're like, yeah, you have this, you have this. He's like, okay, great. Because I'm packing. I'm trying to figure out how much do I need to bring. You're packing in Nairobi. Yeah. Because I don't know what to bring. It's been a while. I don't remember what I have. So Friday, I'm like, okay, guys, see you tomorrow. Get to the airport. I land a bit early, about 7.15. Get out of the airport, 7.30. Parents aren't there. They're usually there waiting. It's very strange. So then 8 rolls around, 8.30. I'm calling (laughs) mobile numbers, calling house numbers. Landlines. Landlines. I'm going old school. Toll free. Everything. And granted, I don't have a number in the U.S. anymore. So... I'm like, how am I going to get a hold of anyone that I know? And then I see this sign at the airport that says free Wi-Fi. And I'm like, oh, you know, the angels sing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, perfect. So I use the free Wi-Fi. I get on Skype. Nobody's picking up. Nothing. No one. So now it's nine o'clock. And you landed at 7.15? Yeah. Okay. Still nothing. By 9.30, I'm a mess. I'm crying. Like they forgot about you. I'm crying in the airport. Yeah. And it's not even that they forgot about me because that's whatever. That's fine. It was because there was snow that day and ice. So I'm thinking, oh my God, like 2016 is 2016. Like It's not some, over yet. Some, it's not over yet. <laughs> Something's happened. 
oh my gosh, what am I gonna do? Like I'm stuck in this airport, who do I call? I don't have numbers for anyone. Uh, and then I calm down. I find that I have my neighbor's number. So I call my neighbor. Who has their neighbor's number? That's impressive. No, we were a close, okay. a close community. Neighbor. We have a close community. So I'm like, hi, I'm so sorry. You know, do you know where my parents are? I've tried the house. No one's picking up anywhere. Do you see into the house? Are the lights on? What's going on? Because in my mind, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, they're not able to pick up their phones because something has happened. So I'm a mess in this airport. Hot mess, I think is the right word. Emphasis on hot. And my neighbor, she goes to the door and then she connects me. She's like, yeah, they're here. I'm like, why, pray tell, are you here? And they thought I was arriving on Sunday. So they circled, and I saw it on the fridge, on the calendar. <laughs> they circled Sunday. My parents have a fridge calendar, too. I mean, isn't that what fridges are for? Okay. So they circled it, and I'm like, Dad, where did I say I was arriving on Sunday? He's like, I don't know. I just thought you were coming on Sunday. Did I not say see you tomorrow on Friday? He's like, oh, I didn't hear that. Well, yeah, obviously you did <laughs> not. So I started my holiday with a stress-induced migraine because <laughs> I was upset because I thought the worst had happened to my family. I'm really sorry to hear that. It was awful. It's real funny though. It is funny. Now we've all had that moment, especially like when you're the Asper and you're coming home and it's either nobody's there or the entire village plus the second village is there. Oh my, with banners and flowers and postcards. And, and songs? Oh my gosh. So yeah, I'm happy to report that 2016 didn't 2016 and that everything was okay. They just forgot. How was the rest of the time though? Well, my Uber rating is now 4.57. So What was it before? 4.54. Progress. Thank you, my American Uber drivers, for being accurate in your judgments. I appreciate it. Goals. 2017 goals. Get that Uber rating up. Yeah. And yeah, I guess the only other main takeaway was that my skin was ashy and sad the whole time. Speaking of ashy and sad. <laughs> yeah, I, I can only imagine where this is, going. this is going. No good story starts with speaking of ashy and sad. So, got back to Nairobi a few days ago, about a week ago. About, about a, a week, week ago. ago. That wasn't even coordinated or planned. Nope. Uh, yeah, so got back about a week ago. All of the moisture had been sucked out of every possible pore. I believe it. Every possible follicle. Same. Every possible toenail. That cold is rough. Ingrown. All of it had been sucked out. Come to Nairobi. Less than 24 hours. Wake up in the morning, touching my face. I was like, oh, that's you, moisture. I haven't seen you in a long it's time, a dear while. friend. It's been a while. Anyway, so that happens. I'm in Naivasha for a work retreat. So all of... The first week that I'm here, I go to Naivasha, glowing up on the lake, one with nature, talking about agile management systems, you know, new year, new org, new me, same thing. And it's like, it's on a really nice lake, but there's a sign that says, be wary of animals at night. Oh, and I was boy. like, okay, like the we've huge. all seen, yeah, yeah, like the cow crossing, the one that got away on my way from the airport, a zebra was hit and there was glass everywhere. By what? But a, a matatu. I digress though. Sign says beware of animals. Wake up, hear some like chomping noise, see a zebra. I love zebras, they're my favorite animal. And then there's like a whole flock of them. So like you're getting kind of excited. I get my camera out, take a few photos, go back to sleep. Two hours later, four o'clock. I was like, ooh, that's some like really loud chomping noises. Look out. I kid you not, a meter away from my face was a hippo the size of a matatu. 
That's awesome. I mean, also scary because they're very dangerous. Petrifying. More people die from hippo deaths. I know. Every yeah. year in Africa. I know. Which is like one of my favorite stats to quote. I know. Same. Petrified. So what did, so, what did you do? In my head, I'm having this like moment. I was like, get your camera or go to sleep and don't move because if that thing charges, the other thing is that I could then see that there was a baby next to it. And mom and oh. hippos, the size of the tattoos, are really protective of baby hippos. And so I stood there and stared at it. That's what my response was. As the god Rihanna says, don't text me in a crisis. Oh my god, stop. Because I will stand there <laughs> and not help myself or help anybody else. That was my week. I mean, that's actually a really cool story. I've never seen a hippo. Girl. I don't want to see one the way you saw one. Live show, Naivasha. We'll do it. Oh, God. Can we talk about the Tinder research I did? Research. For the culture. For science. For science. My first few hours on Tinder in the U.S. were legendary. I was questioning my life. Who are these people? Stop. Don't stop. Start. So so many options. Right. Right. (laughs) Right. My goodness. I was shocked. I forgot. And there was options of all types of... It was just... Of all flavors. It was a buffet. All varieties, yeah. So by hour two, I'm thinking, am I selling myself short by living my best years in Nairobi? Is that... You would not be the first person to have articulated that thought (laughs) out loud. Because my goodness, I was stunned. Like, skirt, skirt. It was mind-boggling. And then I had to tell every friend of mine in D.C., I'm like, don't you dare complain. Ever. But then... Real life inevitably happened. Okay. And so some of these conversations, I'm just like, wait a second. This started off well, but then it became, okay, that's great. But now you're knee deep in a river dying of thirst. You know what I mean? It just didn't, it started off really well. It's all relative. And then not so much. So then I had to temper myself. I'm like, okay, maybe Nairobi's not that different. <laughs> but, you know, what else? Were there a lot of CEOs itself? There was one. Yes. There was one. Was he Kenyan? I don't know. <laughs> There was no obvious Kenyan name, but I did see that and I chuckled to self. There's actually one curious bio mention that I thought was interesting. So here in Nairobi, when someone wants to tell you that they're with someone else without telling you, they'll put photos of their family as their profile photos. Or they just don't know that Tinder automatically takes things from Facebook and they have to delete what it is that they don't want the world to Or they won't tell you altogether. Or they won't tell you altogether. And you find out nine months later. You know. Same, same. One, two, or three. Or one, two, and three. Who knows? All of the above. So in the U.S., or at least where I grew up in my little hamlet. Called the sack. There was this term being floated around that I had never seen. These uh, bios that said married, but ethically non-monogamous. I just rolled my eyes. Ethically non-monogamous. This is like the gluten-free or fair trade of cheating. It was amazing. (laughs) Think about it. Ethically non-monogamous. What is this, like cage-free eggs? Yeah. Grass-fed beef? For Tinder. Yeah. It was amazing. I was like, wow. this That was an option from the drop-down menu? No, it wasn't an option. This is just what men were saying to let people know that they are in... Like polyamorous relationships. Ethically non-monogamous relationships. Who so knew? interesting. Yeah. I think you should change your Tinder profile to that and see how people see, respond. See what, goes in, see what goes down in the, in the DMs, DMs after I change that? Maybe. You've also promised to give more of your Tinder stories if and when people come to the live show. Have I done that? 
We've also promised if episode four hits a thousand likes or a thousand listens, Noosa is going to share a photo of D. So the hashtag campaign is do it for D. So my people, help me, help you, help us. Let me bless you with a photo. He's very I, good looking. I, I still haven't even seen this photo. So I'm as invested as you are. Anyway. Um, but yeah, that was essentially home in a nutshell. Ethically non-monogamous was the big takeaway for me. <laughs> Wow. Noted. This is a concept. Interesting. I was just, I had no idea that that's what people were calling it these days. And I'm also, as I get older, I'm a firm believer that most things we've been told about love and marriage. Are lies. And sexuality and gender and everything. And yes, if you have been watching Disney movies since you were a kid, you're screwed. And there were no African Disney movies. And even the one Including The Lion King. Oh. So yeah, that's, uh, that was home. And home was lovely. Yay. Aside from me crying my eyes out in the airport for two hours, thinking the worst. The day I came back to Nairobi, it was minus 25, including the wind chill in Toronto. I came to Nairobi, it was like plus 25 at like 6 p.m. I changed 50 degrees in less than 24 hours. That's where that moisture went and came back from. 50 degrees. No, I mean, when I tell you sad and ashy. Sad and ashy. Sad and ashy. It was, it was awful. Anything else you want to tell the crowd? 2017, we survived 2016. Yes, we did, people. By the grace of God, by the grace of coconut oil, by the grace of everything, we made it through. Beyonce, for sure. Formation. Was sprinkling a lot. Black excellence. I'll even, like, throw that back to Salt Bay, which could have been a 2017 happening, but, like, we survived 2016. And I am... Give it up, guys. Not not the slow clap. Oh, Okay. That this was a slow clap for 2016. Oh, okay. We can like now aggressively clap for all 2017. Right. It's going to be a good year, guys. Personally, I feel it for all of us. It's going to be a great year for us personally. In terms of the world, you know. I don't know. <laughs> Not so sure. Not so sure. But you know what? Isn't that why we started this podcast? Can't, can't, can't fix it. Can only do my best to the people that I know and love. That's it. So just going to let all of that go. Oh, get a, just get a wax. Speaking of the, stop. Uh, the impending doom at home was quite palpable. Mm. People know that things are about to change. About r- to get lit. Real quick. In a not good way. Yeah. So that was. Tell me a little bit more though. How are people presenting that shit was rough? So in terms of also conversations with people, in terms of all the churches in my neighborhood all of a sudden had gay pride flags and signs that said, we welcome immigrants and refugees. Wow. And those signs were never there. Yeah. I mean, not to say they didn't have those beliefs before, yeah, but yeah. I think now people feel the need Overt. to, they have to say it yeah. and stake their claim. I saw so many Black Lives Matter hoodies and on white people too, not black people wearing this, with white people with Black Lives Matter yeah. bumper stickers on their car. It's like, whoa. Is the town that you live in pretty progressive? I don't know if it's progressive. I would say it's moderate to progressive. Okay. Yeah. Of course it has pockets of people, but by and large, it's a very diverse area. So I think as a result, you have some of the demographics of, of that politically anyway. Okay. Eight years ago, I was at Obama's inauguration. Oh, you went? I, um, yeah. The whole Students Association, because I was in university at the time, the Black mm. Students Association, we all went. Buses. Wow. Had an incredible, incredible, it was such a powerful moving experience. That it was cold, bad. so all our tears froze. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I just, I can't help but thinking like eight years, things will be very, very different. <sighs> but we'll get into that in future episodes. Or not. <laughs> I don't know if my heart can take it. It's good. We're going to be fine, guys. We're going to be fine. 
Anywho, um, but, should but, but, we move into Africa Rising, Africa Still Rising? Yes. So this is my turn to do Still Rising. Or sorry, this is my turn to do Rising. You um, love a good Still Rising. It's like almost like Freudian slip. And the funny thing is, is I actually find all the still rising stuff before I find the rising, just because I have all these email newsletters with news. So I generally get all the still risings. And then the one story, I'm like, okay, that's what I'm going to use. That's the nugget. So we are going to do a shout out for our boss lady sister in Zambia. Uh, So the Zambian Air Force just got blessed with its first woman pilot. I saw that. 24 and a second lieutenant. Goals. All the goals. I don't remember what I was doing at 24. Not that. Well, yeah, that's for sure. But yeah, so congratulations to her. I'm going to try to say her name, but I'm so sorry to my sisters from the South. I might mess this up. Sokozile Muamba is her name. So she says, I look at the fact that when I'm on an airplane, the aircraft knows no sex as it depends on my input, even if I am a woman. Tell them, girl. Love her. Love her. So (laughs) shout out to you. And now for Still Rising. I might keep it short and sweet today because I know most of you have a pretty good idea of what's going on. (laughs) But Steph is getting really, really, really... What is the word I'm looking for? Real? Yeah. Very real in Gambia right now. Gambia is a very geographically small country that's effectively surrounded by... In a country, yeah. Yeah, Senegal. has like a direct water access um, and so it's quite strategic in terms of where it's situated but geographically quite small and historically there's been the same person in power for quite some time and they recently had democratic elections and the president-elect his name is Adama Barrow one um, is set to take office very soon but the current president Jemmy had conceded the elections originally when the news came in. This and was then, about to be a, a rising story. Yeah, this was going to be a rising story. We had that documented. And then, skirt, skirt. Plot twist. Took 2016 with him. Wasn't trying to leave anything in 2016. Brought it with him and is uh, now saying that he won't step down. I know Buhari, the president of Nigeria, had offered him asylum. And the AU was really backing him to step down with grace. And because he had conceded originally... He now has raised a whole bunch of issues and, in short, has been like, Nabu, I'm not stepping down. So what that's resulted in is that huge numbers of people from Gambia are now getting on boats and they're going to Senegal. So they're crossing Mm. because it's not too far off to think that things might get thick very, very quickly, especially if he doesn't step down. So prayers for Gambia. Let's hope that democracy reigns in this moment and it's just peaceful because ultimately as we've seen every other place stop is when things aren't peaceful it's civilians who suffer so that's our africa still rising this week and isn't also the african union didn't they say they're not going to recognize him as president yeah but does that mean they just don't let him sit at the cafeteria table stop (laughs) really stop start oh I want to say it means a little more than the cafeteria. Yeah, but they also said that about... I'll stop. Okay. <laughs> Let me not incriminate myself. Oh, all right. Still rising. <laughs> Shall we move into our New Year New Thought segment? Sorry, what's a thought? That Habesha over there. Mm. Also known as... A thought. Okay. <laughs> 
That's what I say it is. Yes. Also, that's about to be on a t-shirt, so look out for merchandise, y'all. Copyright that right now, verbally. Copywritten. <laughs> Hashtag copywritten, <laughs> and thus it is done. Hashtag with the C and the circle. <laughs> All so right. what are you what are you excited for for 2017? Well, as you can see on this piece of paper, oh gosh, I've written there's highlighting. Hashtag glow up 2017. Oh god, are you highlighters go- abound? Are you going to abuse the term glow up the way you abused lit? One hundred and ten percent. Okay, <laughs> I left lit in 2016. Okay, I'm leaving it there. Uh huh. Glow up 2017. What's happening? Although there is a trend of light. Have you noticed? Yes, but there's no W in this because that's a little bit too heavy. So we're just doing hashtag G L O U P. Glow. Glip. Yes. Okay. Glip. Okay. Glip. 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 Twenty seventeen. Hashtag glip. Glip. Yeah. <laughs> glip. Glip. It'll be in an ASAP Rocky sound soon. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> so kind of in no order. I have a lot of travel excitement for twenty seventeen. All right. I'm gonna climb Kilimanjaro. Is this where we're doing our third live show? Oh yeah yeah yeah. When is this happening? Do I need to start training? What am I doing? Yeah, yeah, maybe August. August? Yeah, start training. Oh, all yeah, right. You got this. Just walk it out. Now walk it out. Now walk it but out. But vertically up out. away from the sea level. Exactly. I am learning Swahili because I've been in Kenya for six years and Mambo, Poa, VP. Sana? Sana. Give yourself some credit. You know more. Baridi Moto. <laughs> You How know, I like my drinks. Yeah, you know more than you're giving yourself credit for. Yeah, but I need to be better at this. So, I'm starting Swahili lessons next week. Ooh. I'm about to, I'm going to chop a man what? in 2017. What does that mean? Have you heard the term chop? Like when you pick up people? I know like I just chopping, chopped that person. I know chopping money. That's it. No. What is this? This is probably like a Toronto reference. Oh, circa like 15 years ago. To chop, the verb, means to pick somebody up. You know, there was a 3-6 Mafia and Justin Timberlake song called Chop Me Up. I wonder if this is where that term came from. Sorry. Um, yeah, but I'm going to be able to <laughs> chop a man in Swahili. And then I'm going to advance oh. to Shang so we can full circle bring it back to Dashboard Kuba. You would just need to switch Dashboard for something else. We'll get there. I'm just saying, now you no, know. True. You already have the infrastructure, right? You have the phrase, you just need to know the one word. So and D is not... So day one, no, alas. Alas. So day one in, or call it D1, if you will, go to your Swahili teacher and say, so listen. (laughs) Let me be real clear. This is what I need to know. Put this on the syllabus. (laughs) These are my expectations. Put this on what I should be able to accomplish by the time we're done today. And there you have it. Okay. I got this. So Keely, Swahili. Ooh. Ooh. Buying a house does not rhyme with that. Buying a housey? Leap? No, okay. That was a reach. That was a very <laughs> far reach. Yeah, I'm going to buy a house. Um, okay, that was super casual. Yeah, I know, you know. Glow up here in 2017. All right, good for you. Yeah. Um, um, I'm, I'm not, that's not happening this year for me. I know that much. But I'm okay with that. <laughs> one of the big things, and I hope we do this together. Oh. This is going to be a podcast together goal. Oh, okay. I really want to do a helicopter tour. What? And we should do it together. We should have a live show from a helicopter. You just want to do live shows from everywhere. But why not? I mean, that is a valid question. I mean, can they hear, though, over the sound of the chopping? You have the, like... The chopping. You see what I did there? Full circle. Well done. You're welcome. I mean, I'm not not morally opposed. How do you feel about heights, though? I'm fine with heights. Okay. We're doing it. 
Okay. If you own a helicopter company and you would like to sponsor <laughs> us, reach out, askafricana at gmail.com. Oh, gosh. We will promote... I was going to say blow up, but I was like, that is not no, the right... That's not, no, that's not the right use of that word in that context. No, We will not blow up, but we will very aggressively tweet our experience. We will gloop. Yeah, gloop, gloop 2017. Gloop 2017. You, you can gloop up with us as well. <laughs> um, and then my final goal, well, two. I'm going to run a half marathon because, you know... Have you done the one before? Yes. Uh, I did the Lewa half, which is 70% uphill next to the animals. Those events are really cool. Yeah, it's beautiful and it's incredible. Yeah. It's just hard. And then you get lapped at like the 11 kilometer mark by the elite runners who like have, don't even, don't even sweat. They're also like elite in Kenya. It means like they're the, the best, best in the, the world. Best. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, so it's okay. I couldn't even clap them on. I had to like slowly proposition and be like, go. <laughs> I'll catch up. Been, I'll see you there. So proud. I got your back. Yes, Kenya. And especially when the, like the women runners came around and be like, yes. I wanted girl to say something power. like, yeah, I, I didn't even have enough <laughs> like energy or air to say girl power. But, oh, gosh. Um, and then my final 2017 goal. Okay. I'm going to date more. Are you? I said that last year. Did it work? I did go on dates last year. Oh, no, but that's what I'm asking. I'm saying, didn't you do that already? Or are you just trying to really recommit yourself? No, yeah, I got to recommit. Because you know me, if I'm not committed, I'm like not about it. I'm like off the wagon. Isn't that exactly what not being committed means though? Potato, potato. <laughs> really? It's just <laughs> semantics. No, I'm going to recommit to dating. Okay. So I got to like come up with a number. So if any of our listeners have a number of like, what is a realistic number of people I should try and go on dates with, at least first dates with, in 2017. Addie? Well, you know me. I like to be at home. So two for me seems like you're already... A month? Really aggressive. It's like every two weeks. Oh, yeah, but it's a new person every two weeks. I think two is... Because my goal is one. So you're... The thing is, I got to figure out the pipeline. Because, like, I'm not... Other than, like, getting stories for the podcast, Tinder okay. and I are not... I don't think... I don't feel that, like, connection. No, I don't either, to be honest. So essentially, I'm going to, like, force slash politely ask my friends to set me up with their friends. So you're going to do a Mr. July situation. Yeah. Like we talked about last yeah. in the episode four. Because what else do you do? Or ask your aunties. And none of my aunties live here, so. Then you can import export. This is what we learned in college. Okay, tell me. What, what was the takeaway from college other than a degree? You have to either import someone mm -hmm. or export yourself. That's import export. Because what you have in the moment no, no. Yeah, but doesn't everybody like marry their college sweethearts? No. Who's everyone? I don't know. This Disney. Yeah. No African movies other than The Lion King. I'm exactly. telling you, this no. is why I have these That's problems. Not, I did not have the problem of a college sweetheart, which is fine. I'm not bitter about it, but I don't think I dated in college now that I think about it. I think I was just stressed about graduating. College was hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I dated the same one and a half person. <laughs> Wait, Sorry. Okay, so one person I dated, and then there was a half person that, like, spilled over from college into... I was, like, a serial monogamist. Or I've always been a serial monogamist. I'm going to change that in 2017. Just going to go on a lot of dates. Okay. Yeah. That's my goals. There you go. And yours? What are your goals? What do you want for Gloop 2017? I want one thing, and one thing only. And I know I told you this last time, you were like, seriously? That's it, Addy. <laughs> but this is it. It's so simple. And yet, it's so complex. You I'm, tell. I'm trying to be deep about this. I know. Okay. 
I, for 2017, want to live by one word and one word only, which is joy. That's it. Explain what you mean when you say joy. Because I spent a lot of 2016 reeling from various things that had either happened yeah. or were going on. Yeah. And also not even to me, but to people I care about. So yeah. just a lot of upheaval and a yeah. lot of emotions. And this year, I just want to focus on being happy. Not even being happy. The reason it's joy for a reason. Because joy and happiness are... Not or, the same thing. They're not quite the same they're, thing. They're, they're cousins. Close, they're cousins, right. They're, you know, they're close cousins. Well, like, maybe once Paternal and maternal. I don't know. Perhaps, well, no, I was about to say both. It's like, that's awkward. <laughs> but I think joy is more active, and that's why I'm going for joy. Really joy. Like, live with exuberance. So, you know, when you see me in the club with my Johannes Walker. Who's you, Johannes Walker? Johnny Walker, an Ethiopian. Oh. Johannes. I thought you were actually saying like a real dude named no. Johannes Walker and I was like Wouldn't that be hilarious? Not tell me about this. That would be hysterical if I end up with a guy named Johannes Walker. I would <laughs> love if somebody had that name wrote into the podcast. That would be the most Habisha thing I would have ever done in my life. But where'd the name Walker come from? Because it's Johnny Walker. No, I get that, but where would Johannes He'd in real be life? Half. Okay. There's mixes all over the place. Yeah, yeah. True story. Hello. A, I am a prime yeah, yeah, very good example of exactly. that. Exactly. Yes. So yeah, just want to be happy. Yeah, that Habisha over there. That's what you want to be. I'm going to be that thought, yeah. That thought, Habisha, thought, thought. That Habisha over there. Merch coming up soon. See inside a circle. Copyright. Glow up 2017. Little TM Also copyright. I do like your goals though. I'm not going to pretend that I'm going to learn Swahili. I have too many languages in my head already. No, it's not going to happen. So you're going to chop people in English? Yeah. Okay. Slash you know, the, the language of love, English. Slash this. Sorry, are you gesturing at your entirety of your body from head to toe? Yes. Yes, I okay. am. Okay, from your hair to your socks. That's my love language. Okay. Yeah. Gestures broadly at everything. <laughs> <laughs> and what else? Keely is actually, that is a low-key goal of mine, but I'm afraid to say it out loud. Too late. It's on the internet. <laughs> but um, Keely is something that I would like to do. Ideally, before I turn 30. How long do you have until that happens? Roughly 10 months. Okay, girl. Good on this. I should start getting out more. I just got here. Let me, like, okay. chill and then, yeah. I'm excited this year to be confident in the work that I do as opposed to, like, treading water. Because mm. last year was a lot of treading water and just kind of getting things done and as they come afloat, up. staying afloat, right? And staying afloat and just feeling like, okay, you know, can't drown. Got to get this done. And this year, now that I kind of know what's going on, I want to stand... And actually thrive as opposed to treading water. Yeah. That's for me. So, new year, new us. New year, new thoughts. Well, really, it's new year. Same us. Same us new with thoughts. marginally better habits. I like that. I'll take that. Yeah. New year, new us with marginally better. That should be our proverb of the week. Ding! So, it's time for listener letters. And we have one from a listener that we're very grateful for. They want to remain anonymous, so I'm just going to read what they have sent. You ready, Namusa? Ready. You ready, B? Okay. I'm 31. Oh, that's the nicest thing anybody's ever said to me. Call me Beyonce. You're welcome. Okay. I'm 31, and my girlfriend is 21. Her family isn't big on the idea of her dating me, and I fear that it may cause a rift between us and, heaven forbid, a breakup. I have dated ladies closer to my age, but all of those failed relationships, this is the first time my beloved is comforting, encouraging, inspiring, and literally a worthy queen. Do you think the age factor should still be a thing in this day and age? Well, I think the age factor should only be a thing if you are under 18. 
or, or maybe 20. Or where it says legally not, those things can't happen. Yeah. Whatever the law says, make sure you follow that much. And then on top of that, give yourself like a two-year buffer zone. Yeah, I don't want to be ageist. But. But <laughs> where people are in their early 20s is different than where people are in their 30s. But let me speak for myself. Where Numusa was in her early 20s and where I am now, vast difference. Yeah. But I also am a firm believer in like, my truth is not everybody's truth and live free folks. If being with somebody who's 10, 20, mm-hmm. 30 years, younger, older, as long as it's legal, do you? Because like 2017, literally the glow up year. Or life is also just short, so be happy. There's that too. Yeah. And sometimes for whatever reason, like you're an old soul or you're a younger soul or whatever it is. And I think we're hopefully globally and also kind of in our sub-societies starting to move past this idea that like you have to be with somebody who's older than you or like if you're a man and younger than you if you're a woman if you're in like a heteronormative relationship and I just think like we should be moving beyond that I think we need less boundaries and more fluidity people just need to say their granola relationship statuses though ethically non-monogamous yeah so maybe that's not granola maybe it's like oh that's very granola but like not bland not that's vanilla yes okay granola two very different things granola glow up the way you're speaking about her makes me think that this is really something that has improved your life, enhanced your life, and someone you really care about. And so if that's any indication, I think it's something worth fighting for. Hopefully it doesn't come to that. But also, one of my favorite couples in this here in Nairobi has a similar age gap and actually I think met in this time frame when I believe she was 21 and he was 31. And they're still going strong a few years later. So it can happen. Can I just give one comment that has actually nothing to do with age gap? So I'm pro everybody dating whoever they want at kind of whatever ages. I wish people would stop using the word beloved. You don't like when he said that? No. Why not? Because it conjures up like really graphic images from Oprah's movie and I'm just, I'm (laughs) not there. Or like so this is a about, novel from the 1900s. This is about you. This is about me. Okay. Yeah. I just want to, I just want to make Let's sure. be very clear. This very is about clear. me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a problem with it. Okay. Fine. But I also, I feel like now it's become a bit of a joke the way people say it. Like my beloved. We're gathered here today. No, not even that. But like. What is that like? Dearly beloved. Dearly beloved. We're gathered here today. To celebrate. To this thing called life. Uh, oh, no, let's to celebrate go. the matrimony. Oh my God. Do you really not know the beginning of this Prince song? The Musa. Oh, sorry. It's been 2016. So sad. No, that's not an excuse anymore. We have to look past this. Okay, so Namusa probably knows this about me. The listeners have probably come to understand this. If there is something that someone says that is in any way reminiscent of a song lyric, <laughs> I will sing that song lyric. <laughs> so, Regardless of the environment, the context, the time. If it's appropriate. Yeah, so that actually, time not appropriate. It actually leads me to our proverb of the week, 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 week. Are you ready? Yes. I just adjusted my eyeglasses to make this more um, literary, if that's the word. That's because glasses make you look smart. Intellectual. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I said that out loud. Exactly. So the Africana proverb of the week, 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 week is raindrop, drop tap, and that's it. I thought you were going to say thought, thought, thought. I was so ready. I thought you were bringing this full circle. Well, there's a lot of words in between raindrop, drop top, thought, thought, thought. So that's the I've got of the week. Because it's a drought year? Well. You know, on my day job, all I do is think about droughts and food. What kind of droughts? It's a drought year. 
in East Africa. I was trying to make a slightly oh, inappropriate sorry. joke, but gotcha. Okay, so like actual okay. farming droughts, but also men droughts, apparently, according to your DC slash. It wasn't a drought, story. as I said. Knee deep in a river, dying of thirst. No, but you're saying Nairobi's droughting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Twice over. I, I'm not a farmer. So droplets. Whatever. No. You know the terminology. I don't. Okay. Which is funny because I actually studied food and agriculture in college, and yet. Here we are. Here we are, making bad jokes. Okay, Wait. no, but ex- explain it. I don't get it. So if you watch the Golden Globes and you watched Donald Glover win for Atlanta, yes. you will know that he shouted out a certain song Yes. by Migos, which yes. I don't even know who these people are, but the song is called Bad and Bougie. You know, so really I love that song. And so it starts off raindrop, we got a whole lot of new drop top, <laughs> a lot of words in between, dot, dot, dot. Hey! Raindrop, drop, drop top, drop top, smoking no cooking the hot box, cooking, fucking on your bitch, yeah, that, 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 cooking up, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is your African problem. Because we're bad and bougie. I wouldn't say I'm bougie though. I definitely am bad and bougie. I'm both. I'm. I don't even know if I'm bad. So you're like mild and yeah. I'm like I'm the proletariat. I'm not bougie by any means. Okay, let's be real. I'm pretty. I bad. definitely would say I'm bad and bougie. You're, that's I'm going to own it. I'm just going to own no, it. Yeah. I, I can't own that because that's not my truth. Okay. I don't know what... This sounds like I'm having an identity crisis. <laughs> I don't know what my truth is. I don't know what song title would work for me, but Bad and Bougie is not it. Because I'm not really that bougie. Well, I don't think I am. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm really not. Crickets! Really? And then bad? I wouldn't say I'm bad. I'm, you know, I'm just chilling. I was bad on New Year's Eve, though, girl. Oh, girl. Let me tell you, though. Woo! Yeah, for those who know, they know. You're bad in these streets. Well, not in these streets. I'm streets. I'm occasionally bad. Okay. That's what I'll say. I'm occasionally bad and proletariat. That's there <laughs> we go. Rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Part two of that song. Exactly. Migos, I need the remix. <laughs> and apparently, there's three of them, and there was only two in that song. There's three Migos. Apparently, it's like the three Magi or Magi. But only two of them were in kings. that song. We're like, what was the third one doing? Michelling. Oh, oh, that's not nice. Facts only. Oh my god. <laughs> and on that note, guys, thank you so much for listening. If you want to find us, we are on all the social medias. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. On Instagram and Twitter, we are at Africana, A F R A C A N A H. And on Facebook, we're at, at Africana, same spelling, podcast. At Africana Podcast. And that's all, folks. And that's all, folks. Bye. Bye. Whoa. <laughs> Bye. We're totally keeping that. Yeah, I know. We're I know. totally keeping that's that. That's the remnants of a cough. Bye, oh guys. Oh, my gosh.